0: Hello. Hey guys. Hello. It's Brennan and Heather. We are back and we are super excited to help our students. So we have a lot of awesome information. We've been preceptors for a long time. I think 10 years for me. Absolutely.
1: And I actually, oh goodness, yeah, I've been at least, it's about nine years for me. And I ran the whole department of experiential. <laughs> so I, I've got both sides of working with students and also you know, working with the university and what that looks like as well. So, so
0: you have a lot of feedback too, from a lot of preceptors, I do. calling with complaints, <laughs> calling with positive things. Yeah. We want you guys to have the positive aspect and things that you can do and implement. Um, You are working hard hours, long hours, so you wanna make the most of it and you really want to get the
1: most you can out of it it's a huge opportunity mm-hmm. it's a huge opportunity and you learn more i'll tell every student i have like i learned more on my rotations than i ever learned in class don't tell the professors at <laughs> all that but you will learn so much it's such an awesome time it's such an yes. awesome opportunity and we just want you guys to get the absolute most of it because you've really got to find a way to set yourself apart that's what's going to be really important and it's your career yeah it's it's this is your final final learning before you head out there and make a difference so (laughs) this is the time to do it this is a time to do a lot of things no pressure but we've got some awesome advice
0: So let's start so definitely (coughs) with any rotation whether you're 1pd going out or you're on your last 4pd year this is a great opportunity so just always envision this opportunity network pharmacy is a small world we've touched on that before So, just experience as many different kinds of pharmacy as you can.
1: Right. And you're in doing that, you're going to, you know, have your different experiences, whether it's in hospital, retail, when you get to your last year, it's going to be. Oh, goodness, geriatric, all kinds of awesome opportunities. And so what that does is, it, like you said, Bren, it gives you the experience of being in that environment, mm-hmm. but it also gives you the awesome opportunity to be around people who are in that space and network with them and make connections with them and learn from them. How did they get there, especially if it's something you're interested in, mm-hmm. pick their brains and make a good impression. We'll talk more about that coming up as well. And because you want to make a good impression because you have that awesome opportunity of having six weeks to be with that person. And that's like a six-week live interview with them.
0: It really is. It shows your work ethic, your enthusiasm, your care for the patient. Um, It displays your skills you've worked so hard to develop over the years. So this is a really amazing opportunity to just care for patients, build your network.
1: And show your stuff. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you before we Mm -hmm. keep going. So in that sense of, you know, a six-week interview and making that impact, did you ever have on your rotations, did did a job offer come to you from one of those rotations Mm -hmm. at all?
0: It's been a while since I had rotations.
1: (laughs) That doesn't decrease our credibility though.
0: Let's see. You know, I don't know that this necessarily relates, but I'm still in contact with Like previous preceptors, and some of them are very good friends now. Um, When I graduated, my mom had thought of this idea. We take a picture next to like the alligator and made like how you would like a Christmas card, but like graduating, thanks for your help. Oh wow, that's a good idea. I wrote like a little note to my preceptors that were all that year and sent it to them. And um, one of my old bosses uh, who mentored me, she still has that card. And I won't even say it's been more than a decade, but it has. <laughs> and I'm working for her again now. So it's just kind of Leslie. Um, yeah. But it's just, I mean, they spend so much time and invest so much in you it's just incredible. So I just, it was a neat way to say, thank you. Yeah. And then, um, I just had no and idea just stand out. Yeah.
1: It, it, Cause you want to make a, a you want to stand out, and especially in the pharmacy world. Now you really have to set yourself apart somehow. And that's a great way to do it. I'll just share that in working at the MTM center. So I was a preceptor at the MTM center at the university of Florida and we hired or yes, I guess hired, um, Uh, residents who came through our center. So they had those students who came through for six weeks had a huge opportunity in impressing us and so we when I think back to all of our residents maybe half of them came from um, a student pool of students who had come through our rotation. So it was because they had come through and they had done something and, and just shown their true self and shown their interest in mtm and just really wowed us during their rotation they were already a, a notch top at, of the list uh, yeah top yeah. of the list for uh, residency and i'll just say from my experience i'm a little bit older and, and went to school a little bit before you but On my rotations, pretty much every rotation, not every, I shouldn't say that, but I would say like 80% of the rotations, and it was a different time, but I got job offers from them. And so I actually had choices to make at the end of my rotations as to what I was going to do. So it can happen, and you really can move this just from a rotation opportunity to that next step in your career, whatever that's going to be. So Think of it in that perspective, I think.
0: Yeah, a lot of my old interns are my friends and fellow pharmacists now, mm-hmm. so it's like for sure their internship skills and how well they performed at the community pharmacy level, like. They have jobs, they're managing their own pharmacies now. So very proud
1: of them and happy to have them as colleagues. And in in that line of things, I think sitting down before you go on rotations and really having a check-in with yourself of what is it, because you need to think about what is it you want to get out of this experience. You kind of have to go in there with your goal and then kind of center your activities and your your actions around that goal. So having that conversation with yourself of what am I trying to achieve and what is it that I want to get out of this experience because that's going to be really important and communication that we'll talk about with your preceptor and just with yourself and trying to glean what you want to from that experience. Yes, that's really important.
0: A lot of the rotations too, you can craft projects that help build upon your longer term goal. If you're wanting to get a residency, you probably need to do some more presentations or things that you can put on your CV. If you're wanting Mm. to work in community pharmacy, how can you engage patients and show your worth and your communication style to patients that your preceptor can see?
1: Right and if it's like research uh, fellowships Mm -hmm. are out there people don't always think of fellowships and uh, just to clarify because students often come to me with questions of what the difference between residency and fellowship so fellowship is usually more of a two-year experience versus just the one year you can do in residency and they involve a big research project so along those lines if you think research is going to be in your background then maybe you go into your rotations as well voicing and carrying with you the fact that you're interested in research and how can you pull things from that experience or go through experience With your preceptors that are going to give you something special to put as research on your CV as well. So thinking through those kind of things is really important. And then go ahead, were you going to say something? Oh no no. No. And then you, I think also it's important for you guys to understand the perspective of the preceptor as well. So understanding your perspective and what you want, and understanding what does the preceptor want, because I don't know that students always think about what our goals are or what we're trying to achieve. Sometimes we're just looked at as being mean and giving busy work or giving big projects that take way too long. I mean, we kind of get looked at as being the bad guy, but I think it's really important having, before you come into that experience, just a thought as to what it is that we're trying to achieve with students. And so we thought we could share a lot about that. For me
0: personally, I love to make an impact. I love to inspire my students. I love to see them think bigger. I love to see them learning. So those sort of things, if you can somehow, I don't know, glean things and learn things and just become a better person from like day one to whenever you're Mm. done with my
1: rotation, Um, I just love that. Absolutely. There's nothing better for a preceptor than watching you go from day one (laughs) where neither one of you know each other and you're like, I don't know what this person's like. Are they going to be mean? Are they going to be nice? Are they going to be a good student? Are they going to be that wonky student you know and we have that kind of awkwardness in the beginning and then after the time frame of the pre the 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 rotation we get to a point where we're friends and we Mm. are really connected we really have more respect for each other and we learn from each other I like when
0: y'all teach me things or have resources you can provide so give 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 yeah absolutely Um, I also would just like to throw in we didn't talk about this but um, I would like to also confidently leave you with my partner, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't always work four days, some weeks it'll be three, so you'll be working with my partner, but if you are annoying or an embarrassment, which I know you're not trying to be, basically you wanna be of value and not drive the team crazy. You wanna fit in five
1: ways you can help serve your team. <laughs> it's a little windy out here (laughs) beautiful weather though we had to get our vitamin d (laughs) and and that's right and we want to integrate you as part of the team so we want to the reason we're training you so hard and giving you all this training and information is because we want you to integrate with us because we want you to quickly move to that place where we're all just working together Mm -hmm. and we're seeing what you can do when we're we're we've taken you Um, to a place where you can shine. That's what we really want to see as preceptors, is we want to be able to give you any and every opportunity to how you can shine and show yourself. We want that for you. So that's why we're giving you projects. That's why we're pushing you kind of outside your comfort zone is because we know there's more to you and we want to make sure you show it. Yes. Speaking of showing it, professionalism. Yes.
0: So basically, if you're on time, you're late. So you should be there at least 15 minutes early and expect to stay at least 15 minutes late. Just depends on what happens during the day. So you really want to maximize your learning experience. Don't cut yourself short and show up ready to learn, eager and engaged. That means dressing very professional. Um, Don't make your preceptor have to comment about your wrinkly coat or your midriff showing or... Um, having open-toed shoes, like definitely have your name badge, identify yourself as an intern.
1: Um, What
0: else can you think of, professional?
1: I was going to say, if you can't do those things, because there are things in life that come up. So we want you to be on time, and we want you to be dressed professionally and be prepared. But if life happens, we just want, again, you to communicate. Communication Mm. is huge. So just pick up the phone, send a text. A lot of us will give you our personal contact just letting us know you're running late because you got a flat tire or your kid was sick last night or you know uh, if there's some reason why you didn't maybe do an assignment as well as you would have liked communicate your situation don't be afraid we know you're human we're human too and if you don't give us the the story behind what's going the on, why. The, why, the why, then we're gonna make a story as to why you're not on time or why your work wasn't well. And the story we make is probably not gonna be, one, the real story, and it's right. probably not gonna be very um, flattering, flattering for flattering you. For you. Yeah. So don't let that happen. Be the first one to come up and say, hey, listen, I know I was late today. Yes. I just wanna let you know I'm really sorry. And be what accountable. Happened. Yes, be accountable. Mm-hmm. That's very professional is to own, own it. it. Absolutely. And then two,
0: um, when you are there, look about how you appear externally. Sometimes when you're focusing, like on inputting a prescription, you may be looking down and serious. That can come off as rude or not connected to the patient so always make sure that you know you're acknowledging patients that walk up that you're smiling when you answer the phone that you're exuding positivity Um, you're not slouching you're not disengaged if you look like you're bored or scrolling through your phone i'm like what work do i have what can i assign you don't make me have to assign you stuff
1: right (laughs) right and we hear that at the office of experiential that's the kind of You know, we we hear that, you know, people are late. We hear that they're not completing assignments. They're just not present. They're not prepared. Mm. You don't want to be that student. You want to really stand out for a different reason. We want you to stand out, but we don't want you to stand out for those reasons. And so think through how can you impress or or make Mm. it impress that preceptor? How can you impress the the team that's working with you and impress your patients? Um, Because you had kind of a great saying that someone told you, yes.
0: When I was a student, one of my preceptors was like, basically, you want to have yourself a fan club. When I know you have a fan club, you have arrived. And your patients or even your team members, those are going to be your fan club. How can you serve them? How can you add value? That is very important to quickly figure that out and to serve.
1: Yeah. And some of those ways, you have to be creative. Yes. Be creative in how you can stand out. You're going to want to stand out in a positive way. You're going to want every preceptor to say, "Wow, I want them there. They're awesome." <laughs> and so you there's simple things you can do. Checking in with the preceptor, there's yes. nothing better than a student walking in and saying, "Can I talk to you for just a minute? Mm-hmm. I just want to see how I'm doing. Am I doing okay? Could I be doing something differently or is there something I'm doing too much of?" And then also asking for a special project again nothing stands out better than a student walking in and saying i'm loving what i'm doing but i really would maybe like to do a special project is there something i can do for you that would help out in a special project way
0: and two i would like to add on to that if you can proactively think that so if you already have in your mind like you have judged yourself outside of yourself like what you could change or what you can maybe do different you may not know how but that helps open up the discussion Mm so kind of bringing what what you would say or kind of get the preceptor thinking
1: ways they can give you feedback and that's an I know a prime example if I could share yes Um, we had a student we we use all kinds of resources in the MTM Center as as, is to go to's to help with patients uh, to find information and one of them wasn't exactly up-to-date it was actually the beers list and the beers criteria Mm. changed. and our list that we were using wasn't up to date on the beers list but we kind of like did a a training to kind of give people real quickly the the updates but we hadn't actually updated the tool we hadn't had time and so (laughs) One of the students looking for a project on our own Mm. came to to us and said I know this isn't up to date I probably could take that and I could work on that either at home or here and I could get that updated for you guys would that be helpful yes Yes, that that would be helpful that would be awesome love you so do those kinds of things I I mean another
0: project too so Insulins. Oh my gosh, they've got so many different injectables that come out. <laughs> Inhalers. My poor techs. Like for day supply, you have to be accurate. Once that thing's open, is it good for fourteen days, twenty-eight days, forty-two days? They made me a chart that goes on the fridge. So if there's any question or the tech can't remember, they can go look. Even the pharmacist, mm-hmm. if they can't remember, it's right behind them on the fridge. Yep. So our student put that together.
1: And you think of that every time you look at that. Yeah. You know. And I'll, I have to say, the student that came forward and updated our beers list was one of our residents that following. Here. she got the residency slot so nice. just just something to think about simple ways you can make a difference um, well. back to body language I was gonna have Heather give you guys
0: an example so definitely you know good posture positivity hey how are you be right with you smiling when you answer the phone try and answer the r- phone by two or three wi- rings maximum <laughs> yes okay
1: presentations twirling hair is that good or bad that wasn't that's kind of oh, annoying God. that's kind of like your you're annoyed, you're kind of sleeping maybe. Um, We had a student who did that, that we had to really address. She was slouched down and then we had another student and this is just a a personal thing. I mean, she shook her leg the whole time and like the desk was shaking and whenever we had to get together, you know, everything was shaking. And so we really had to have a conversation with her about how that was affecting um, and it was distracting from the environment of the discussion. So just things like that. Maybe think about, you know, just being professional. It, it sounds silly, but just, you know, and being attentive, being aware, being aware and participating, Yes, participating. You don't want to be the unnoticeable student who's just kind of sitting back and listening all the time. And plus you get mm-hmm. graded on participation usually. So participate even if and I always told students like if you don't have anything new to say like you're nervous and you don't You're not a creative thoughtful person to say something. Mm. Wow. The the audience It's as simple as saying wow I agree with what you just said Brynn that was amazing and I wholeheartedly think that that was the right answer You know just agreeing with people Mm -hmm. or being part if look like you're involved in the conversation and in the activity that you're doing Yes, I love that idea. That is really good. Yep Let's see so some Are you good with professionalism? I am. Are you sure there's nothing else you wanted to share professionalism? (coughs) Double check.
0: Basically, you just want to come in there. You want to be a value every day. Create some sort of value, solution. If you see a problem, make a solution. Um, Something with uh, professionalism and communication mistakes can happen. So you want to own up to it. You want to make it a learning environment. We're not there to shame you if you, you know got once a day and it was twice a day you know it's just a minor error obviously you want that caught before the patient gets it but let's talk about it why did that happen did you get interrupted did the phone ring were you nervous were you typing too fast did you not reread it let's kind of talk about ideas to prevent that and being professional means open discussion and not I'm going to give you a fail because you got this no don't put pressure on yourself it's an open dialogue um, if you made the mistake that means somebody else easily can make that mistake so let's talk about it
1: mm-hmm. it may be helpful to discuss it as a process thing for mm-hmm. them and we talked about owning and like when you're late or whatever owning a mistake that you make in the pharmacy is very respectful yes. and, and respectable um, it brings a lot of respect to you so owning that mistake I think that's all in owning who you are and we know as preceptors yes. that this is a learning environment we don't expect you to come in there and be perfect if you came in there and were perfect and acted like you knew everything it would put a big question mark actually I think in my mind versus hey here's someone and do you think that we haven't experienced a a struggling student or a student who made a mistake before it's not true I mean that's what we deal with all the time that's what we do this for yeah and one more thing I thought about for professionalism I wanted to go back to what you said is the thank-you note because when you leave a rotation also leaving that preceptor Mm -hmm. whether it's just a card whether it's just a note on a sticky whatever letting that preceptor know that you appreciated that time and their effort yeah and what what they put into it—it puts—it's a lot of effort and time and uh, care that we put yes. into you as students. So there's—it's it's a simple gesture to do a thank you note when you yes. leave, but it makes a huge impact. So that's, that's another professional idea. way.
0: Yeah, I like that. What else are we on? Next?
1: Follow through. Yeah. Yes. So that was one thing we we want to make sure we discussed is follow through. Um, I don't know if you want to start or.
0: Um. So follow through. For me, I'm a mom and I forget things if I don't do it right <laughs> away. Just a full disclosure. So my Google Calendar is like my lifeline. Everything's in there, reminders. If a reminder doesn't get set, 15 minutes, one hour, one day, one week, whatever I need it to be, I will forget. So that thing is like my lifeline and it's backed up. I used to be a paper person and if you're a paper person, that's fine. They make little small pocket calendars, but seriously, be a planner, put it in the calendar and own it. Don't ask again with the deadline, don't be late um find a system that works for you mm-hmm.
1: and that's a on, that's some on follow-through that helps a lot with like assignments making sure yes. that your assignments or presentations that you're going to be assigned get done make sure you plan ahead to not do it the night before if you can like we can tell when a presentation was just thrown together a couple of hours before um and you live up to the expectations so make sure you're planning you know and your follow-through is enough to take care of the assignments the other thing um is in follow-through and workflow because you're going to be doing the practical side of that job we're gonna be putting you in the clinical experience of that job and so we're gonna be training you as to the steps to do that job
0: yeah if you tell a patient you're gonna get a refill and you're gonna call the doctor that is you you better do it don't expect Suzy Q over there to do it for you Um, whatever you say you're gonna do you got to do it Uh, a notebook having a like pocket-sized notebook is really helpful (laughs) because if you tell a patient you're gonna go look that up tonight you're not going to remember by the time you drive home and get home. Like, write it down. Look it up. Um, if you learn something cool, write it in there. You'll want to reference that.
1: I actually made, this is cheesy, and I guess there's electronic ways you can it. do this now. I but you. I actually bought a, like, a notepad. There was a spiral notepad, but it was probably, it was small enough to fit in, like, my in pocket. pocket and I actually alphabetized it like you would an address book or something. Oh. And I put different colors on the... The edges of the paper so there was like a b c d because i put like cholesterol information under c so i knew i could flip to c if i was like where's that statin list of all the statins and how effective they are and so i had my cholesterol information so on every rotation if i learned you know, it was, uh, I don't know, geriatric rotation. I learned about the beers list yes. and I got a cool thing that I could either transcribe in my book on, on the beers list or sometimes I would take like a printout that I printed out and I would fold it and kind of either glue it or seal <laughs> it into that section. But I, I think that is between that, doing it on rotations, and also I did that if you guys have that, that class where you're each going to do a presentation on a disease state yeah. and whenever we had like a disease state presentation from you guys when you're in class like a you guys pearl yeah i would do like you know i'd have seizure okay seizure this whole is on seizure what are the most important things mm-hmm. i'm kind of cleaning and i would put down my seizure notes mm-hmm. and then in that notebook i so that that notebook that i created that really is just a blank notebook that i put stuff in was my reference for many, many years afterwards. I still have that. I still you? have that. We're going to see that. She's going to bring I, I it. I should have brought it. Yes, but, um, let's do it
0: next time. <laughs> we'll definitely
1: bring it. But that's just something, and I'm sure there's electronic ways to kind of keep track of your, what are your clinical yes. pearls? What are the most important things that you glean? Because that was another good thing to flip through when I took the NAPLEX, or as mm. I was studying for the NAPLEX to kind of like refresh like myself. All right. So okay. we did follow through um, another thing we didn't really talk mm-hmm. about that I think we should highlight, Bryn, yes. is your rotations are you working and you go from like to being in class where you, you kind of reflect and some of you do classes online mm-hmm. and a lot of that's online. You're a very regimen Now you go to a job and it is... Not always a eight to five job right. Monday through Friday. Sometimes the rotations actually are like Tuesday through Saturday, or sometimes the rotations not in the morning. Sometimes our rotations start at from twelve to eight at night, mm-hmm. um, and the forty hours that's a minimum, minimum. requirement. On your rotations, you don't want to be the student that's coming in late and then asking to leave early. There's nothing that makes me just, my teeth grind, is a student asking to leave early when I know um, they probably aren't finished with their work and they got here late. I mean.
0: And you better have a why and it's not because I'm going to Disney. We're not unreasonable.
1: We're not unreasonable. (laughs) But. My child, or my, my baby's being born. Okay, you're good. Like, go, (laughs) go see that. (laughs) But I think starting your rotations with understanding that this is your learning opportunity and it might not be 40 hours it might be 50 hours and it might not be the hours that like you want. nine to five um, you may not get a lunch break you may have to squeeze lunch in somewhere yeah. um, you may not get that half hour hour lunch break as well so you're going to work like a pharmacist and you're going to yes. work the hours that we work so you're going to feel you're like feel a pharmacist what it that's why
0: you're there like. yeah
1: yeah so that's just something else yes. I wanted to make sure we thought about is
0: there anything else we wanted to I share? I think we're about wrapping it up. I think so too. So this is your opportunity. You network, you build your brand. This is who you are. Um, be of a, a value, I can't stress that enough. Like you really need to just go in there positive, smiling, work with the team members. Some, like you don't want to clash with them. This is, you all want to get along. You want to help those patients that need you the most. You have a lot of skills you've developed. Those patients love to learn from students and love the extra time, attention, build that fan
1: base. Mm-hmm. In MTM, of course, that's my perspective, but the patients loved when, when the students answered the phone and, and they were announced that they were a student pharmacist, the, the patients ate that up. They yes. love talking, they like, oh, I've got so many meds, you're gonna learn so much from me. They love talking to them. And like you said, I think the most important thing I want you to take from this is just know This is the beginning of you building your brand Mm -hmm. of who you are and defining when people say your name, what thoughts come Mm. to their mind. That's what a brand is. Who are you, who do people see you as? Who, what are the benefits that people see that you're going to be? That is your brand. Who are you and what do you bring Mm -hmm. to the world? And this is your time to start that. You're starting it on rotations. Build your brand in a positive way, even when, you have that rotation that you didn't want in the first place or that rotation (laughs) that you hate i don't know i hate to say something that you hate uh you don't like um uh old people and you're (laughs) doing an mtm rotation which we deal with a lot of uh geriatric patients so yes so And then you may also, another bad experience, you may have a a rotation you really like, but the preceptor maybe isn't what you expected. They may be very busy. They may not have as much hand holding
0: or hands on time.
1: You have to make the most of wherever you get placed. Pick something that you're going to glean from it. What is in that space Mm -hmm. that you could hold on to and say, I may not be in the environment that is great for me, which is a life lesson because you're going to be working in different environments and not all of them will be ones that you might want to be in. So how do you, it's it's a good life lesson. How do you manage that? Mm -hmm. And how I tell my students is like, find something there that aligns with your interests, aligns with something that you could carry with you going from there, even if it's just how you would do things differently. Just mm. kind of work through that. Um, so that's what another thing to think about too. And That comes in building your brand.
0: Yes, I love
1: it. But thank you so much for your time. I hope yes. something we gave you guys today Uh, Is helpful for you to think about at least. I know. They're probably so busy studying, they don't have time to watch (laughs) us. But we love
0: you guys. We wish you the best. You can do this, make our profession proud. Yes,
1: make us proud. We love you guys. And uh, just know that we're all rooting for you. We are all for you. So go out there and make a difference. (laughs) Love it. Bye, guys. Bye.